Hi guys, welcome to Have a Chat, a place where we have a chat. On this podcast, we'll be covering a range of topics that are close to our hearts. From business and parenting to mindset, relationships and balancing it all. We'll also be interviewing amazing people to share their life stories. Let's get into it. Good morning. How you going, Kiara? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. It's a little bit of a rush, isn't it? We are um, not going to lie. This is the day before you guys are hearing this podcast. We nearly forgot oh, to record the podcast. Much, there's too much going on. That's why. It has been a really, really busy week. And I feel like we keep losing track of what day it is. Yeah. And because today's a public holiday as well, I feel like we just thought that it was Sunday. Then I was like, crap. I looked over at Kurt and I was like, the podcast is going up at seven o'clock tomorrow. We haven't even recorded the intro part yet. We had already pre-recorded um, the conversation with mum, which you guys will hear further on in yep. this conversation that we're having here on Have a Chat. Um, but yeah, no, we were like, well, well, we nearly didn't do that. But we're here. We made it. We did it. It's happening. Could have put up with no intro. No, we couldn't have. <laughs> um, but just warning, warning, there are two children that are watching telly. They're chilling, but we yep. could end up getting interrupted halfway through. <laughs> 100% today is a possibility. <laughs> yeah. So how was your week so far? Good, really good. We got heaps done at the shop this week, which is um takes a lot of pressure off as well. And then yeah, it's been good. The weather's been that good this week, which has helped everyone's mood. Yeah, I feel like last week it rained so much, and then this week it's just been like beautiful every single day. And we've been making the most out of it too. Yeah, hundred percent we have been. But it's a lot warmer as well. I feel like the temperatures jumped up heaps yeah. this last week. It's it been so the, nice. Yeah, it makes the kids so much happier, which makes us so much happier. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, I feel really good this week. I feel really happy to have the shop stuff out of the house. Yeah, there was a lot of shit in the house. Yeah, there was a lot. I just feel like it before, everywhere I turned, there was something that I had to get done. Whereas I feel like, honestly, it's been, it's been about three days that it's been out of here, but I felt so much more relaxed. Yeah. And there's been so many things where I'm like, oh, I'll just wait till we go on there on Tuesday because I can't do it. Yeah, that's exactly it's up that's there. what I've been like too, yeah. Yeah, it's been amazing. When we used to have the warehouse, I like loved having it and I really felt it when we first moved back home. But until it's out of the house, you don't realise how much... You just, you're just looking at it all day. Yeah. Things that and need to be done. And it's just clutter too. Yeah, there was like literally just crap everywhere. So it feels really nice this week to have everything out of the house. So for today's news story of the week, this is a bit of a different one. Tes- <laughs> Tesla passengers terrified as car detects ghosts while driving through a graveyard. A group of friends were driving through a cemetery when their Tesla told them a person was near. Only there was no one around, sparking a debate over whether it was a spirit. A TikToker claims to have captured footage of a ghost while driving through a cemetery at night when their Tesla alerted them to the spook. The alert function usually pops up when a person is nearby to ensure the driver avoids them, but in this case, there was no one there. There was, however, a tombstone. In footage shared by its at no jumper, the driver can be heard screaming, I told you, as the alert pops up, convinced it is a ghost. A second person replies, fine, I believe you. And another person in the car yells, your Tesla sees dead people. (laughs) But the skeptics took to the comments section claiming they thought that the Tesla was simply picking up the tall tombstones as people. I reckon Teslas are smarter than us. Sorry. (laughs) Smarter than us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's hectic. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. That's sort of making me feel like... I don't really... I don't believe in ghosts. I've heard too many ghost stories growing up to not be able to believe in them. Our house... I I used to... to, Our old house, like, back up at Parkwood, that's where I grew up, 
um, we had a lot of my granddad's old, um, he used to, yeah, yeah, he used to collect antiques and weird stuff happened every night. You would hear like these big boots going in the kitchen. There'll be drawers open. Like it's, it was hectic. It was weird. Yeah. I, I don't want to be convinced that there is. No. No, because I feel like it's like that the more you talk about it, like, yeah. I just try to be like, no, yeah, no let's so just not, not talk about it. <laughs> now it's time for questions of the week. This question is we wanted to cover because we're finally able to go back there this week. And the question is, what are the next steps with Regan's helmet? How long will she have it? It's sort of like... She's yeah, getting to the it's end. getting to the end, but then we didn't know there was this last little step. We thought it would just be helmet take off, but now he said there is a final adjustment. So we need to explain where you're coming from with that. So the other day, two weeks ago, we had a Skype meeting with um, them because we haven't been able to get across the border because the border has been closed. And he said that there's a little tweak that they need to do right at the end before the helmet comes off. So she's pretty much like waiting for that tweak and I don't yep. think much is really going to happen until she has that final tweak and then I don't know like is that another month is that another three weeks we have haven't been able to get across there the last two oh. months we've been trying to get across but because it's over the border and it's not um essential we're not allowed to go over for it no it should be essential it like should it, be because it's still medical but it's it's not because I way. guess it's it can wait kind of thing. Yeah, but the way he was saying it, it's like you just need to get up again. I'm but like, when it's what? a hard closure, he says, wait until it opens. So then yeah. I don't know. And now the border bubble's back. So we've got another appointment this Friday. Yep. So it'd be really good to get a bit more info then, which will be great. Yeah, hopefully it's just soon. We just get off and it'll be good. Yeah. This is another interesting question. Do you think you'll sell to buy land in the next three years? Sell to buy land? Mm. Nah. No. I feel like... I feel like, I don't know, if I did it again, would you build another house or would you just buy a, like a, a house that you like? Yeah, like an already. I don't know, it'd be a big decision, that one. Yeah, and yeah. not only that, but I feel like doing it that way, though, is just more expensive. And if you buy the land, oh, there's a kid yelling out. We knew this might happen. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'll keep answering. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we... Um, it's, there's so many pros and cons to both. I mean, the building process, as long as you're not actually wanting to move into the house, I feel like that would be really hard if you're waiting to like get in somewhere, having to rent in the meantime after your house sold and things like that. But I feel like if we ever bought anything else, it would probably be something, um, as an investment property down the track and we wouldn't live in it. So it would probably be something maybe like a little unit or a duplex or something along those lines from what Kurt and I have kind of spoke about. Um, but obviously we need to be in the position where we are able to do that as well. Advice for knowing when you're ready for a baby. That's so hard, those ones, though. Like, it's, reckon, it's if, hard to know, but at the same time... I reckon the only one you would sort of know is, I reckon, if you... Have already had one. You already had one. Or, I reckon, for the first one, is if you're living with just you and your partner, and, yeah, you've got... I don't know. I reckon first one, you never feel ready. I feel like with Lincoln, we both were like, yep, we definitely want another baby. With Regan, it took us a couple of years to feel that way. And then we're like, no, we definitely want another one. And then this time, like, I feel like the feeling just comes back. Like, it it has, we haven't even had an inkling of being like, oh, we want to do it again. That's exactly right. Yeah, well, the first one's just, like, you just... You just, like... And then you plan it, and then it probably doesn't happen when you want it to happen. Like, it's so hard with that first one. It is hard with the first one. Like, we would technically, like, if... Yeah, like, if we didn't... Like, we just were open about having Miller. Yeah. But really, would we... I've had a kid still now if it just didn't start happening like yes 
hundred percent we would have had a baby by now. Because we're only twenty eight, so like we would. I would have wanted a baby by now. Would be I would definitely be thinking about it right now, going shit. I need. I want. So if we didn't just fall pregnant with Miller, you reckon you wouldn't have like wanted to within the next few years after? No, I wanted to young anyway. So yeah, I was so. But then that depends if. I don't know because some people have babies so late, and you just think it's getting more and more normal now, like to have them a bit later. Because I wanted to have them early, but then. Obviously, people... But then it's totally different circumstances. We've been together since we were in high school. Exactly right. We, you know what I mean? We were in the position where we were like, okay, ready to have a baby. A lot of people aren't even um, settling down to find a partner now. Like, they're just living their life more. They're traveling. They're doing all different yeah. things. And then they're settling down when they're like 25 to 30 to find a partner. And then they need to make sure it's the right one before having a baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we if we were really off and on or whatever, like, I feel like once we got this house together, we knew that we wanted to stay together. And then we were just kind of like... Next yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon you just know. Yeah. You will just know. Yeah, first one's hard, but. <laughs> Today's special guest is Kelly Moore, mother to four girls, wife to my awesome dad, Brian, and heart of gold. Kelly, over the years, has turned their house into their full time job. Today, we're going to dig deep in not only all things business, but about mistakes they've made and lessons they've learned with building their homes. So let's jump straight into it and learn all of their tips and tricks. Good morning, Mum. Hello, dear. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That's okay. I'm so excited to have you here. You have got so much knowledge when it comes to all things houses. You and Dad, how many houses have you guys built over the last, oh, how many years now? Well, there's five down here yep. at Casarina, mm-hmm. and then we built another one in Bris- Oh, on the Gold Coast. Yeah, okay. So for those of you who don't know, we originally, um, when I was first first born, lived in Brisbane, didn't we? Yes, yeah, then moved from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. Yes, we did. And then from the Gold Coast, mum and dad moved us down here to a small little town, um, Kingscliff. And when you guys first moved down here, I remember thinking you guys were crazy. Really? Yeah, because there was just trees everywhere. Trees for miles. There was no houses. There was like nothing. There was dirt roads to get to our yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy to see how far like this little area I know it's grown a lot. I know. And now um, Kurt and I, we ended up being lucky enough to live pretty close to mum and dad. So it's so handy. Five minutes down the road. I know, mum. I need you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's jump straight into it. What does the name Hikari House mean? Okay. So I wanted something to represent the house, a Mm -hmm. name that it was well lit. We had plenty of glass. So Hikari actually means light in Japanese. Beautiful. So I thought that was the best. Yeah, suit your house. Suit your house. Got so much light in there. If you guys haven't seen it, jump over on Instagram. Is it just at Hikari House? Yes. And go have a little look. I'll be sharing some on our podcast as well, um, Instagram, so you guys can see. But it is just so open and light and bright. Mm -hmm. And this house is by far the most open one you guys have made. Definitely. Yeah, it feels like you're pretty much indoor, outdoor living. Yeah, which is what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your history with houses and designing. Everyone wants to know who comes up with the designs. That's your father. Yes. <laughs> okay. He's only really designed three houses yep. down here. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the beginning, we had four girls. So we had to basically build two-story houses because yep. to fit everybody. And their boyfriends so, and their friends yes, and their parties. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the first two were more sort of uh, you know accommodate families and mm-hmm. not really a lot of style in them yeah they're still beautiful homes oh they're still beautiful homes and yeah. you know 
beautiful yeah. memories. For sure. Um, but the third one, the final one, which is her curry house, is the one that best represents us. Yeah. Easy living. I just open spaces. Yeah. And dad's so mm. funny, isn't he? Like with the whole designing thing, he like gets an idea and mm -hmm. he just like has to do it. Does. And he'll just sit down for like days and days on end and come up with different things and change things slightly. Yeah. And there's a lot of process that goes into it before you I just like, how he does it. I don't need that before you guys just whip up a house, you know, yeah. like there's so much thinking. And also with that, I've noticed as well, like a few changes along the way. Yeah. 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 So with that, what are your five biggest tips when building a house? I don't know if I've got five. Okay, what are your biggest tips? Well, the main thing I think is make sure that you allow a little bit extra. Yep. Um, it does tend to blow out a mm -hmm. little bit. Now, a little bit, I'm probably saying an extra $60,000. Yeah. Um, just in case of things you're unaware of. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can't really think of any other... Oh, like... Like your tips on like facing your house certain ways. Oh, okay. You, got, you have a million. Definitely, definitely <laughs> north facing. Yep. Um, and so why do you do north facing with the house? That's your best light mm -hmm. and your sunlight and everything filters through that way. Yep. Because um, we're facing towards east as well at the back of the house. So we get that beautiful morning sun. So do you normally, when people say north facing, do they mean like your living area and everything to be yes, north facing? that's right. So where you're mainly in in your house to be facing the north and you're gonna have the nicest light. And... Yes, that's right. Okay, awesome. Yep. And how about any other things? Like I can even think of so many things you have taught me. Okay, well, can you, can you... <laughs> like the storage, like you guys are oh, so good at all yes, that stuff. Yes, you need storage, definitely need storage. Especially mm -hmm. if you want a holiday let. Yes. You need to accommodate for these things early. So mm -hmm. be prepared. Um, put in lockable cupboards so that you can put your stuff away. Yeah. And knowing that no one else can enter into your private zone. Yeah. You guys have done this house so well. So basically in mum and dad's bedroom, when you go in there, they've got like most of their wardrobe is kind of open and yeah. ready to be used, but then they've got all lockable cupboards. So they just leave all their stuff in lockable cupboards. That's right. And it was just the so simple but such a good idea if you're mm. wanting to airbnb your house yeah um how about with like tips i feel like you and dad are so good at like contrasting and adding like warmth to rooms and like you guys are so good at just getting that balance right like adding like little bits of stone here and little bits of timber there mm -hmm. so like why what's the benefit of doing something like that like what well it just adds some personality to the house mm -hmm. i think um we're very nature people love warmth love natural products so that was our reason for doing it because we really love the warmth that it adds to a house so off the back end of that what are some of the biggest mistakes you've made with building homes okay uh biggest mistake is probably design in some ways and mm -hmm. tile choices oh yes that's design, a good one design i mean with in the bathroom, um, not knowing enough about slopes and, and levels and things like that with tiles going into drains. Mm -hmm. I think everyone has probably had one house that it does the water doesn't run off. It just properly. sits there. <laughs> it does. Yeah. So that is annoying mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. um, tile choice, but back then we when we first started, there wasn't a lot like a lot of choice like there is today now yeah so true there's so much choice so many varieties and yeah so um, so what would be your tips with tiles and what's been the mistakes that you've made with that 
I think with tiles, keep it simple. Mm -hmm. um, and with mistakes, probably... I say steer away from glossy. Hard to clean tiles. Definitely not glossy tiles uh -huh. if you can avoid it. But, um, yeah, Lepardo, I think that's how you pronounce it, mm -hmm. is is our best option. I think we've had matte tiles as well and they were painful as well. So The ones you guys have got now, they're great yes. at hiding. What are those ones that you've got? Lepardo. Lepardo. Okay, is that what they're called? Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so what initially made you guys want to start doing Airbnb? Well, uh, years ago, when we first came down here, we had some friends that used to do it. Mm -hmm. But, of course, there was no Airbnb back then. It was just holiday rental houses and... Stays, I remember. Yeah, no, even before that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they used to do it and we used to think, oh, geez, that would be really good. But with four children, it would have been too much of a nightmare. Yeah. Well, for me, anyhow, it would have been too much of a nightmare. <laughs> so we just always had it on the back burner and just thought, no, you know, there'll come a time when we'll do it. And then there came a time we started building our houses to accommodate holiday renting. Mm -hmm. And then as the children left, we yep. decided, well, we'll give it a go. So what were the benefits that you saw um, your friends having that made you want to do it? Well, I suppose they had that freedom. They could go other places. They didn't have to be home all the time. Yeah, um, get to travel while they're in the house out. Yeah, um, the income and also the lifestyle travel. So how has the building process been as a couple? Because I know, well, Kurt and I, we built our house initially together mm. and then we've renovated it and I wanted to kill him. <laughs> he wanted to kill me every time we've renovated or built a house. I swear we've butthead so many times. Mm. So how has that process been for you guys? Well, this initial house has been okay because mm -hmm. I think we know each other through the building process well now. But before that, it was always... He was fighting me. Yeah. Like, he was wanting to pull back a bit. I was wanting to probably spend too much money. Okay. So, initially, yes, things like tiles, which were costly. Yep. Um, he would end up winning. Yes. <laughs> I was just blowing it out of the water with my tile choice. Yep. But this build was really pretty easy really yeah okay you mm. guys have got to know each other enough now to I know where so. the balance is yes. and to give a little and take a little yeah and yeah. to think about what you do yeah and where you put things and like you just said then like tiles are one of those like major things that i feel like you really should splurge the cost on so maybe it's taken dad a couple of times through to realize that and go oh crap you know what like maybe we should have spent a little bit of extra money mm, maybe maybe yeah. but although with this house, the tiles weren't that expensive. Yeah, okay. They were. So I think there was a compromise there. Yeah, for sure. It was initially inexpensive, but we ended up getting them on sale, which was good. Yeah, and probably like you said, um, how like how much the range has built over the years. So back then, it was probably like for something similar to that would have been really expensive. Whereas nowadays, because there's more to choose from, yeah. maybe just having a bit more variety yeah. you know, has made that a bit easier for you guys too. But I feel like Kurt's that person in the relationship. I feel like he always wants to push the boundaries, and I feel like I'm dad. Yeah. I'm the one that's always like, no, hold it back, hold you it back. Are. And then I regretted heaps of the things, yeah. like the flooring, and we yeah. redid our floors. Yeah. So it's really funny. I feel like I'm dad in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Tell us some of your tips and tricks on making Airbnb easy when you're in the building process or just kind of finishing up your house. Okay, definitely the lockable cupboards. I would make sure you do. I've got one laundry one that I lock up, actually, 
and I've got a linen cupboard that I lock mm-hmm. um, because you provide everything to the people anyhow. You've got spare blankets, you've got you know their towels, you've got a washing machine dryer, they can use yeah. that. Um, then I would also lock in your garage. We lock our garage up because it's got obviously Brian's surfboards yes, um, and things like that in there that he doesn't want people to use. Mm-hmm. So how about as well with on your Airbnb, like you've built your house, you're setting up the Airbnb site, what are some things that you have learned to state on there to make it all as easy of a process as you can and like where where's the line, like where do you kind of feel that you like do you just go with your gut on certain people when they reach out to you to make sure they're not going to throw like some massive party at your house yes well actually it's going to be the process is going to be a bit easier because airbnb are change, making all these changes oh good um new south wales government are making all these changes to airbnbs so you will only be able to have a certain amount of ha- people in your house mm-hmm. so if you have four bedrooms you'll only be able to have eight people in your house at a time awesome so uh in the past i have gone with my gut because of schoolies and the days other things you know they say they're going to have a picnic and oh but we're having 20 people well no sorry (laughs) i will have 20 people at my house you know for myself but i do not allow not worth the risk no it's not worth the risk it's in our neighbors you know we like our neighbors exactly and it just is not the right thing to do and we won't do it yeah so have you had anyone come and throw a party (laughs) it's a funny story but i don't know whether i should mention it because it it's in regard to a local real estate person oh okay so there has been yeah yeah (laughs) let's just leave it at that yeah we will so how have you been marketing Hikari House? Like, what's your main way of marketing it? Uh, Instagram mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't got a website or anything as yet because I've... Well, I guess you got it on Airbnb. You've already yeah, got it on Airbnb. Airbnb. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's basically it. Instagram and Airbnb. Can you advertise on Airbnb? Can I advertise? Like, can you advertise your house on Airbnb? Yeah, yeah, it shows photos. But, like, can you pay extra to, like, have it show, like, up the top and things like that? Well, we are pretty well up there because I am classed now as a super host. Yeah. So, which means that I basically do everything I'm supposed to do. Yep. So, is there an option to pay for marketing on Airbnb? No, there isn't. You actually have to perform to be able to get up that little ladder. That's good. To become... A super host, yep. Um, which means you're doing the right thing. That's good though, because that means it's fair. Yeah, it is fair. Yeah. So tell us about some of the brands that have worked with you, or exciting things that have happened in Hikari House. Okay, there's been a couple of really, well, a few good brands that have worked at Hikari House. <coughs> Love Ellis Rice. <coughs> I had you on the top of the list. <laughs> you're right up the top there. <laughs> then we've had I Love Linen, which. Of course, I love linen too. You do so, love linen. Yes. Uh, Supre, Charcoal Brand, The Lost Tribe, Rhythm, yep. which Dad never lets me forget because he really wanted a surfboard or some board shorts <laughs> and I took the money instead. <laughs> and um, what else have you... You guys have had a couple of others as well. There's been... Oh, there's May Day Australia. Yeah. Um, another that's linen and towels. Yeah. Uh, there's... Wondering, look so many. Do they do one as well? Wondering yeah. Folk? yeah, yeah, Nine Lives Bazaar. Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot, but I can't recall them it's, all. It's so cool though because you get such cool images 
from your home as well, you know, and they come in and do photo shoots and things there. Yeah, it's really good how people, other people's, in, you know, intake of the area, yeah. how they photograph it. Yeah. And no one's is the same. Exactly. And it's a very unique house. So you think that it, there wouldn't be so many different styles you can kind of get out of mm. one. What sort of style would you actually say your house is? Well, kind of retro-ish. Sort of. Yeah. But I've tried to make it more, just uh, put our little vibe into it as well. Yeah. So I would say a mix between mid-century Palm Springs and what we like. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so how hard is it to run a full-time business on Airbnb and what's kind of involved? Well, you have to be very organized. Yeah. Um, and as we live in the house, we have to be prepared Mm -hmm. to move things to where we want to move them and get out of there and have it and we make sure that you know make, we do the cleaning everything ourselves yeah so um you have to be very organized especially around christmas time when there's back-to-back -back bookings i've seen you guys yes yeah yes so well we've designed the house so it's very simple to clean so we've mm -hmm. learned yeah over the past other houses mm -hmm. we've learned what's easy what isn't and what would single, that be? Single level house is easier yep. than a double story. Yep. Um, and tiles mm -hmm. and child, tile choice, really. And probably the like colours around your house too. Like then you don't really have much white. We don't, and we don't have much walls. No. There's not many walls. The Although, glass is a biatch to clean. <laughs> no, it's not too bad. No? It's not too bad, no. Okay. No. Dad does the outside, I do the inside. Yeah, so. Dad does all the gardening, guys. you got to yeah. check out that lawn. Yeah. Kurt's done. always just saying, gosh, I wish my lawn was well, like that. did the whole day. garden. Yeah. He did everything. Yeah, he's done such a good job of it. Yeah, so it's, he's very proud of it. Yeah. Mm. So what's like a really busy day for you look like? Does it look like somebody checking out at what time? Okay, somebody checking out at 10. Uh-huh. And then we have the next ones coming in at 2. So you have four hours to do like a full-blown clean? Yes, we do. Yeah, and yep. when people come in as well, they obviously have like a certain way they have to like leave the house. Yes, we ask that they put all the furniture back mm -hmm. and leave it as clean and tidy as they can. Mm -hmm. um, mainly it's dishes in the dishwasher and, and the dishwasher on yep. at least. Mm -hmm. um, so that it just makes it so much easier. Have you had many instances where you've come home and you've been like, holy crap. Maybe one. Yeah, okay. Over the course of how many years we've been doing it on and off with other properties. I was just saying to Kurt, how many years have you guys been at Hikari House? Uh, it's not two years until September. Oh my gosh, I said I think it's three. <laughs> I was way <No>. off. <laughs> no. What are some things you could have never had the opportunity to do if it wasn't for doing Airbnb with your home? Uh, well, number one would probably be meeting other people mm -hmm. and meeting all these wonderful brands yep. as well that mm -hmm. come through Hikari House. Um, and also it gives us a little bit of a lifestyle. We can, when we've got people there, we, we always make sure we're contactable. Yep. But it gives us an opportunity to go camping, mm -hmm. which is what we normally do, go yep. camping. And I feel like you guys really make the most out of that. Like when someone is in your guys' house, you guys often go away. You know, you won't even, like you go through phases where you camp nearby, but a lot of the times you guys will try to just like take off and go that bit further away or, you know, was it last year? When did you guys do that big trip? Oh, we've done a couple. We did one this year too. Yeah. Um, 
Yes, so... But we, you guys will often just pack up your bags. Like, you guys went to Ayers Rock not that long ago. Yeah, we did. And it's so cool. And I had mm. so many questions. People going, what do your mum and dad do while they Airbnb their house? That's what we do. We go back in nature, yep. normally in a swag. You guys are hippies at heart, but... I think so. You well, guys are hippies. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. You guys both love... Like, Kurt, he's yeah. a glamper. He couldn't. Yeah. He can't do the camping thing. No, under the stars. That's yeah, us. you guys love Fire it. Fire pit. Yeah. Good food. Yeah. And a bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. Good bottle of wine. <laughs> what are some goals that you've got for Hikari House? Okay. I'd probably like to do some more photo shoots. Mm -hmm. um, probably a few more photo shoots so that it gives us the opportunity that we can stay home just a little bit more. Yeah. Rather than renting out, you have like the yeah. one day shoot kind of thing. Yeah, yep. so that it'll, it will allow us, but I mean, we will always still do Airbnb yep. um, because we actually like the fact that people get to enjoy there. it yeah, yeah. and have a nice holiday that really makes me feel really fulfilled and yeah. knowing that people are enjoying themselves. Yeah, I feel like you guys won't have much trouble doing that with photo shoots down the track because your home is so unique. That if somebody's wanting that style, I have honestly not seen another house like your guys. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, there's a lot of areas too because we've got such the big block of land there. Yes. Well, it's not monstrous, but you know, it's bigger than for for where it's located. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Yep. And the beach is right out the front. Yep. Um, there are a few. Yeah. Good locations. locations. Yeah, yeah, you can go down the beach for some photos, go mm -hmm. to the house. You've got the beautiful bathroom. That's got all, like, the beautiful rainforest look behind mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's such a gorgeous home. P.S. If we sound a bit quiet and a bit slow talking, it's because we're currently recording this while the kids are napping. So if you guys are like, this is the quietest I've ever heard Kiara, then that's why. But I'm currently having a little look on my Instagram. I asked you guys over there if there was any questions you had. Um, and I thought I'd pop mum on the spot and ask her a few questions. So the main one that I got asked is where do they stay when they're renting out their house? Is there, like, what would you, where's your, like, what's your go-to? If it's a short stay, mm -hmm. we try and stay local in one of the local caravan parks because we yep. do have an old caravan yep. that we're quite frankly not game to drive anywhere else. Yes. So, um, and then if we have a longer stay, we try and take, we take our swag and we yep. go somewhere, somewhere a bit different. I love that you guys do that. It's so you. Um, next question. How on earth did she raise four daughters? <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't really too bad. They were all pretty good. They used to have their fights every now and then. Mm -hmm. I think dad probably would have liked to have felt he had a room that he could just lock himself in sometimes. But, oh yeah. But no, yous were all good. Yous were all pretty good. We yeah. were pretty good. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you guys kept us in line, but you guys were open. Yes. yes. We had good parents. If you have good parents, you have good kids. Well... Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one. I don't know if you'd be able to help out this one at all, but best tips for investing in real estate. Cause I feel like you guys have, you know, like over the years gone, you guys have bought quite a bit and mm, yeah. Honestly, we've been lucky. You yes, know, we've been lucky. lucky bought in the right place. When we first discovered this area, we were only on holiday. Mm -hmm. We were on holidays at uh, Pottsville and I always, we always, the kids never wanted to go home, so we just discovered it. I remember Dad always saying, since we were kids, one day we'll live near the beach. Mm -hmm. One he day did. we'll live near the beach. He, did he do always that. said that. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. his next thing was, one day I'll have a beachfront. 
Yes, he Wonder. did. He manifests it. Oh, he did. He did. Totally. He's got exactly what he's been putting out to the universe for oh, years. Yeah. 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 He worked, he's worked hard. He's worked hard for it too. He's so. worked very hard. Hey, let's talk a little yeah. bit about dad. Mm. So what, what has dad, what's dad been doing the last friggin' how many years? Well, he's had his own business, mm-hmm. um, doing shade sales for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then with COVID hitting, we decided to close that down. Yeah. And concentrate more on airbnb yeah. of the house another question how did COVID actually affect your airbnb well it did in the beginning mm-hmm. um it did stop us in our tracks for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, but it hasn't been too bad because i kind of when i don't have their airbnb bookings i kind of tend to get more photo shoots okay cool because that's an essential part of the business for sure i suppose that makes it that they're able to do that for sure and um just going back on the topic of dad just maybe explain a little bit as well like where you guys came from because dad always you know shares that story like where we where you guys came from like when you were kind of our age and where you guys kind of you know i think it's nice to okay, share so we started in brisbane mm-hmm. uh, dad lived at acacia ridge mm-hmm. i lived at green bank mm-hmm. and then um you know we'd been going together i was 16 dad was turning 18 yep and yeah, we once we started having children, decided that we want want to go down the coast because that's where we always went. But every where weekend. did you start off, Mum? So Dad always says he goes, "I was in a one bedroom apartment." Oh yes, we did <laughs> do that for a while. Yes, we did definitely do it hard. Yeah, there were times when he was out of work. Yeah, and I was working part time, or it, we only had like half a wage coming in because he was only working part time. Yeah, and yeah, there were rations and there were. Yeah. times that were hard and i remember you know going through phases too where dad was working all day dad would come home you'd work mm-hmm. all night That's doing your it. night shifts yeah. um but yeah dad always says to me he's like i you know when i was 20 something i was in a one bedroom apartment with three mm-hmm. kids thinking what the hell am i doing with my life and you know i look at you know how and dad is a very big believer in as well manifestation and yeah. you know putting out to the universe what you want back and good yeah. karma and all those oh, things yeah. yeah um and yeah just kind of look at dad and admire like how he's kind of you know and you as well it's been both of you it takes oh, two to get there dad but yeah he was really from day one he he's he's i've adjusted i yeah. i know but he's really created you know yeah. like he's really created that life that he always wanted he has yeah, yeah. so what's next for hikari house oh, i don't know Hope, hoping dad doesn't want to put a second level on he keeps talking about it <laughs> i know he's told me about it <laughs> oh, i just like the simple living so i just like it single yeah day. yeah we've we've done our bits with having double story homes so yeah and where can we find you so this is where you put your plug mum okay well on instagram mm-hmm. at hikari house mm-hmm. and we're also on airbnb yeah and is it just hikari house as well it's where they look up on airbnb yes it is awesome Quick question. Who do you think that was saying fork and good food? Kurt. It's me. <laughs> Every single person oh, that, that I've had. Curse. I asked Maddie as well in her episode when she was here, she was like, 100% that's Kurt. I oh, know, it sounded like How Kurt. much does it sound like Kurt? That's me with it's like so a funny. thing that deepens your voice. And Kurt's like, if yeah. you had a deeper voice, you literally sound the same as yeah. me. We were laughing about it. That's funny. So funny. So, Mum, what is your fork and good food of the week? You can also recommend any wines that you like. Okay. Anything, you know, okay, me and Mum are wine lovers. 
Well, I love our little local cafe called Zanzibar Cafe at mm-hmm. Kingscliff. Um, it's never varies. Their food is always good, mm-hmm. especially their nachos. I love their nachos. Yeah, their nachos is the best. Yeah. And Dad likes their pasta. Yeah. So Which pasta does he get? He gets a, he. It's a mixed pasta. It's got a little bit of chili. You can get chili in it, mm. and it's got mince. He's got like a mince pasta. Yum. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. So my fork and good food of the week, hopefully I don't butcher how to say this, but it's the Campo Vigio <laughs> Tempranillo wine. The one I got you on. You know that one? Yes. Tatum got me onto it, my sister. I've got one of those. It's everyone's hooked now. So it's got like a yellow label on it. So Campo Vigio Tempranillo, I think. How you say it? Like, it sounds pretty good to me. It sounds pretty good to me too, but it is really nice, guys, and it's really affordable. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mum, for taking time out to come on the podcast. You're welcome. It was so nice to have a chat with you, and I feel like there's so many people these days that are, you know, intrigued and wanting to know how Airbnb works, but mm-hmm. don't really know much about it. So it's really cool for people that are, you know, considering it to get a bit of insight yeah. from someone who's done it and learnt all the mistakes along the way. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. (laughs) If you guys like today's podcast, please don't forget to leave a review and a rating down below and we will see you guys at 7am next Tuesday.